This week's episode of the Star Wars Report is brought to you by the good folks supporting us over on patreon.com slash Report. Let's do the show, folks. Come, come, come. And who might you be? It's the Star Wars Report. Star Wars Report. Woo! Star Wars Report. The place for Star Wars news, features, interviews, and more. And we can do something epic. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Please delete as appropriate. Force. It's calling to you. Just let it in. Hey guys, welcome back to the Star Wars Report Podcast. This is episode 345. I'm your host, Riley Blanton. So glad you decided to join us on this fine morning, afternoon, or evening. Please delete as appropriate. We've got a lot of awesome Star Warsy stuff to talk about this week. Uh, but before we get into all that, let's uh, bring in the infections. Of course, my co-host, good friend of mine, it's Mr. Mark Erleman. What's going on there? Hey, hey. He said, when appropriate, don't delete it right now. Wait till it's over. Not appropriate, yes. <laughs> Highly inappropriate. you got to finish listening to the podcast. Yes. And, and like it. a Marvel movie, there is end credit goodies. Oh, yes, there are. Uh, Bruce had a great us, one last time. That is true. That is true. Hey, speaking of Bruce, there he is across the way in our virtual our virtual recording studio we have set up here uh, in Atlanta, Georgia. The producer of the fine program and uh, an awesome host in his own right, Mister mm-hmm. Bruce Gibson. Thank you, thank you, thank you very thank much. Bruce. Thank you, thank you. Thank you. Uh, thank you. I don't do Elvis impersonations. That's as close as it gets thank right God. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a. I don't know what I'm impersonating right now. <laughs> I come on to the show all the time. This, I don't know what I am. This show, can, I, can we be honest? Like, this show has a very different vibe when we start at Saturday mornings instead of Friday nights. <laughs> I can tell you this. I'm not as stressed on a Saturday as I am on a Friday because I'm just coming off of work and I'm, you know. Yeah, I'm just like, it's it's a mellow show. No, we've got all kinds of great stuff. Um, we've got some new deets on Star Wars Resistance and when it's going to be set, a new cast announcement for Episode Nine. Um, and actually, in in the meat of the show, we're gonna go over some of the um, some of the different Leia deleted scenes that we know about. Dan Zare over at Coffee with Kenobi did a, has a great piece over at IGN where he kind of details some of that. And uh, if you stick around, I'm gonna say it now before I forget. If you stick around after the credits of the show, we're gonna do a, a bonus segment at the very end and talk about some of the. Ooh, naughty leaked uh, set photos. Oh my! Ooh, rumor. That sounded way more suggestive than I meant it to. I just meant there's speculation nation segment. Yeah, it's sounding more like a Friday night than a Saturday morning. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, and how quickly it turned. Okay, guys, let's jump in to the news. We have something to report. Closer, I have good news. Data brought to us by the Botham spies. We can send a clear transmission. There it is. Listen, listen. Bruce, you discovered this. I had no idea. Someone combed through StarWars.com's like HTML code to uh, uncover a little blurb about Star Wars Resistance. It's at Darth underscore Hardy on Twitter posted this. And it uh, he says, quote, haven't seen this anywhere else. If you inspect the Resistance page on StarWars.com, it apparently confirms that Star Wars Resistance is going to take place around six months before... The Force Awakens, and it has this like little blurb here. Um, quote said about uh, six months before The Force Awakens, Star Wars Resistance tells the story of Kazuda Ziano, 
a young pilot recruited by the Resistance and tasked with a top-secret mission to spy on the growing threat of the First Order. Mm-hmm. Um, and int- six months, so like it, they're basically it might as well be Force Awakens. It's right at the lead up. But that's smart. That's brilliant mm-hmm. because that's been my fear: is how far away from that movie do you put it when you're smack at the end of a Cold War? And you want to be right there, right as the boil is about to come up. You know, the, you're watching the boil water coming. It's not quite a roll yet because that's the Force Awakens. That's when the roll. Well, it's so comes. sad to see that it is this close to the to the Force Awakens because I was hoping we'd see the birth of Snoke, but it's not going to be that long ago. Oh, no, I'm kidding. No. But mm-hmm. here's yeah, what's no. interesting to me. Well, first of all, for anybody to go to a web page and try to get into the code that's... to think that they're going to find anything Bravo. interesting, I would never even think to do because I, I wouldn't think this would be there. Well, yeah, because if you go into the code at StarWarsReport.com, you'll find like my personal diary that chronicles my sordid affair. Oh, oh, so, oh, I shouldn't. Oh, hang on. Sorry, I was, uh, was, uh, was too much too soon. You go to page negative X, and that's where you'll find the real meat about Riley so, Blaine. I'm sorry, Bruce, I totally interrupted <laughs> well, no, you. Well, no, now I'm, making, I'm wondering what's on the StarWarsReport.com page now. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Bruce, totally... Bruce, you're on to something, though, because... That was the other angle about this that was really wide open for storytelling is what's going on with the First Order and Snoke especially because we know he came in from outside the galaxy's well. The First Order left outside the galaxy and somewhere out there the two bumped into each other and somehow Snoke managed to rise to supreme leader status of an organization that was already established. So Mm -hmm. this spy is probably our only chance to find any kind of information as to how Snoke rose to Mm. the First Order. Someone has gotten their chocolate in the peanut butter, but we're not going to see it. But we may learn how that happened. Mm -hmm. That sounds Mm -hmm. more likely to me. But now think about Uh, this, though. You've got a whole series that takes place six months before The Force Awakens. And if we go into another season, are we going to get past that point? Are they going to condense this whole series within that six-month period? No, 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 this is I'm, the placeholder series. No, this it's the, it's got to no. go beyond. It's got to no, go. No, they're not going to do it. Here's the I deal. Know. It's going to be one season, one season. It's a placeholder series. Clone Wars will come back and then whatever that that the current next series that Filoni's working on that'll be announced. That's what that's what they're going to move on to. That, and we're not going to see any idea. Snoke. I don't no, no Snoke. No. Like we'll probably see yeah, plenty of like Captain Phasma cameos. She'll <laughs> shake her she'll she will shake her fist very menacingly now we're gonna get we're gonna get some new bad guy at some point that's that's gonna be the big establishment here but see i think we will go past i think what this is going to deal with this is going to be flat out the resistance this is going to be what's going on with leia's faction i mean leia's out of the storytelling if you're gonna have leia brought back in any form or fashion this is the medium that you're gonna do it anything that you're gonna not have between eight and nine this is gonna be the leia fix that you're gonna get yeah and and yeah and she is in it i mean leia will be in the series we know we don't know exactly to what extent but yeah i i um i mean it would it would be great if if they delved into snoke or i actually this series the thing that probably most disappoints me in our brief discussion here about the teaser that they released is just absolutely nothing on the first order other than i guess that brief shot of captain phasma mm-hmm. which is the least interesting part of the entire first order let's be but honest. but except for well the kids so. got to be spying on them so he, 
that implies infiltration, right? I mean, he's yeah, no, going to be working for the First Order but spying. Made me so wonder if, if that that's one mechanic guy that gave him the, the comment of like, I know what you're doing, but I don't want to – I see it. Like, maybe that guy works for the First Order, and this was yeah. him being established in whatever – you know, backwater mm. planet, the First Order's taken over, because they're they're set up based on the far outside outer rim right now. So, you know, they've got a status quo out there. So if he's going out there to their status quo, we could see something like that. But I'm, I'm in the same boat with you, where I don't think we're going to get much on Snoke. I think that this well, is the only opportunity we will get to get no, any information, but I this don't is, think we're going to yeah. get this much This is the top all. gun of this period of time so i feel like it's a it's a cartoon series that is trying to be like i said like a top gun kind of like ooh, this is a lot of fun we want to take it have it take place within the current star wars movie time frame but we're not going to use this as an opportunity to give you much backstory on things those are going to come later in something else maybe a novel maybe another series you guys ever watch prison break totally you guys ever see that show no Mm mm-mm well, the second season of Prison Break, it, it literally, the first season, like, they escape at the very end. And the whole second season is them on the run from an FBI agent named Mahoy or Mahoney or something like that. And the whole season, the whole second season, like, literally, they're walking around a corner and he is literally walking around the corner behind him. Like, he is on them the entire way. Now, thinking about that, like, you know, you get uh, Kazudu or whatever the kid's name is, the spy is in there. You get him in that position where the First Order's chasing him and stuff, and that could be quite a bit of action because he's got to keep hidden. He's got to stay one step ahead. I mean, this is Aladdin all over again, man. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, you had to go there, didn't you? I did, I did. <laughs> what is it with these uh, archetypes? I, I guess, you know, I, the the kid-on-the-run archetype is 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 not certainly not new to Star Wars. It's just... It's, it, it's not a whole know. new world. <laughs> We've had it before. <laughs> I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ignite a lightsaber into my face now. Um, <laughs> no, actually. So as you guys, as we're talking about this, I was just rolling through the um, the teaser again for uh, Star Wars Resistance, and you're totally on point, Bruce. It, this is the the Top Gun, the the pilots back and forth. You know the. The friendly competition that's going to take place, the flirtatious relationship he's going to have with this other pilot chick, and mm-hmm. the um, yeah, it's totally this, that. This could that go full the... red tails though if we do go past episode eight. You know, if we get oh, to forgot. that point, I forgot about red tails. Yeah. I mean, we're we're we could easily go from that whole Cold War to full on. You know, we're mm. fully at it. And I think that is probably one of the aspects about going forward with the second and third season. Well, that really and that, and at some point, there is that Ahsoka window. has to show up, right? Because every Star Wars animated series has Ahsoka showing up at some point. Yeah, no, amen. True story, That's, bro. See, True story. Now, it's gotta I'm, happen. I'm, I'm with you in the aspect of that feels like a logical progression. Mm-hmm. But right now, there's that side of me that's like, I don't see what that would serve the story yet. So oh. like I, I mean I, I just I don't know I just don't know on that one like I, there's a part of me that wants it mm. don't get me wrong but I just don't know well it feels like I it's don't know just about fan Star Wars for fans with service. animation right now you, you, it's funny you use the phrase serve the story with with animation this is there's this is the buffet Star Wars animation is 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 kind of shaped right now similarly to the books it's Star Wars buffet different types of content for different types of tastes mm-hmm. and uh, if you like it go you know have a taste but it's not it's not very curated it's not it's um 
It's it's not table service. You know, every time I go a buffet, the guy that's slicing the meat always seems to walk away when I show up. I don't know what that means in a Star Wars universe <laughs> context here for me. Um, well, that's when they tease you with the cool storyline with Vader or Ahsoka and Rebels, but then they just abandon it. That's that's the parallel, right? There. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm yeah. gonna stop. Hey guys, we have um. Hey, this is actually fun. This is. I feel like we haven't really done a proper. Oh, this is actually like, fun. Cool you segment. are finally having fun. I know. <laughs> I'm talking about torturing him all this time, Bruce. Yeah, I know. <laughs> now you no, know why Riley really news. left. Episode nine news. Episode nine news. Episode nine. We news. were having too much fun. He's like, news. I got to come back for the love of God. It's like get, bring it back home. Um, no, episode nine news. We haven't had a proper chance. Like we have multiple episode nine stories. We're not talking about the fallout of the last Jedi. We're not quickly talking and then forgetting about Solo. Uh, or is this? this we're finally ha- we have some proper news and not just like one story but like a bunch of stories about episode nine because it's in front of cameras right now so it only makes sense the first one is is principal photography which again just began at the beginning of this month um is scheduled through february so we're looking at just over six months of a shooting schedule which is about right it's not super long not super short um uh let's see yeah this is from geek worldwide um and interesting um if if it's completed in February, I think that puts it right on track with the Force Awakens as far as production schedule, um, except for the except for the delay that the Force Awakens had. Mm-hmm. Um, the I wonder do you do you remember off the top of your head what the Force Awakens? Um, shooting I remember schedule was? it was the fall of the year before that they were finishing things up on Skellig Michael, and then it was sometime then later into the final year before the release that they went back, I think, and did some things. So this might be close to that. Yeah. Let's see. Filming and production. Hmm. Yep, here it is. May through November 2014. Okay. Well, yeah. That's actually slightly shorter. Although I think the Skellig stuff was just, was you know, just when they could seasonally get on the island. Yeah, yeah. Because I think that's like the first thing that they shot way ahead of time for... Um, Last Jedi, I'm pretty sure, if I remember right. Yes. Um, Plus, you could throw the paparazzi after that. They're like, well, they're going to Skellig Michael. They've got to go back. Well, let's just do that right away. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. Um, but And then the other piece of news is uh, more casting news for mm-hmm. Episode Nine. Dominic Monaghan, Meridoc Brandybuck, or Dude from Lost. I haven't seen Lost. Oh, that was um, good. It was good. He is re- reuniting with J.J. Abrams, which makes sense. They've worked together a whole lot. Mm-hmm. He is going to be in episode nine. This is according yep. to the Hollywood Reporter. Again, very reputable, especially on casting rumors. Yep. But um, the actor has been vocal about his interest in appearing in the Star Wars movie and has spoken out, broaching the subject with Abrams after the director signed up for 2015's The Force Awakens. But at the time, Abrams told him he was building a cast of unknowns akin uh-huh. to the stars of the original 1977 film. But... Now he, Monaghan, has been cast in episode nine as an unknown. He's made the cut. <laughs> yeah, we don't. We have no idea who he's playing or what he's playing. And of yeah, course, this what? is not from StarWars.com. But <laughs> he's not um, Ray's father. I'm sure of that. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, come on. How um, awesome would it be if he was a Hobbit named Mary? <laughs> we we need Hobbits. I'd be, like, be like, they exist. Hobbits in yeah, Star Wars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Disney doesn't own that yet. 
yet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love I love the optimism there. I love <laughs> yeah. it. I love when, it. When Disney buys all the rights to Tolkien, then we can talk. Um, well, see, no, but uh, see, you haven't seen he, Lost, so like, like you haven't seen his his performance in that. Like, he's mm-hmm. an intense actor. Like, he is, I, well, I mean, he is. I could big... see him being someone in the the fringe realm. What about you know? second breakfast? <laughs> um, that is a great moment. Um, no, he, uh, I, I, he was at. Uh, was it him or was it the other Hobbit dude? Um, the, a couple of the the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit actors are usually at DragonCon each year, and I feel like I he's think been you're before. right. Yeah, I think but, he was. Um, yeah. yeah, his role with Charlie though was awesome and lost. So like, I, yeah. I'm looking forward to whatever he's going to do. No, he's got some serious. The other funny random factoid that I remember seeing him in and being like, "Is that Mary?" Uh, was the music video to Eminem's "Love the Way You Lie," mm-hmm. Eminem Mariana's <laughs> uh, song that came out like ten years ago, um, and I remember that because it was like a super serious video, and I was like, "Wait, that's not a Hobbit." So yeah, he's got some serious dramatic acting chops, um, and I just yeah, I'm I'm excited. No idea. I know what, he's what playing, I want him to play. But, uh, I want it to oh, connect okay. to Lost in some way where we're back to Skellig Michael and yeah. then he comes running out of the woods on the island and says, watch out, there's a smoke monster coming this way. And we find out the island <laughs> is the same island used on Lost. Ooh. Yeah, you, mm. find, you find a bunker door at the <laughs> yeah, Let's go ahead and let's, let's, let's pour some hot embers on this rumor mill. Uh, and also, that's where they reset the time on the island and then retcon Luke Skywalker. For the <laughs> yeah, that's it. There we go. No, there you go, guys. Except it's for a- Luke would have been on Lost, except for Ezra opened a portal and grabbed Luke right before he <laughs> would have. <laughs> yeah. Perfect. Um, yes. Yeah. He tweeted it out. He, he also sent out a tweet, boom, told you, and, and, link, <laughs> and linked to it. So for those of you who are like, it's not official until Star Wars, the actor himself just confirmed it on his Twitter. So <laughs> I'm nice. pretty sure. I'm and and pretty not sure. in a way like certain NASA people would. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw that too. This week. All right. Let's. Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about is since probably the biggest surprise uh, to the episode nine announcements of recent is the fact that they said we are going to be using unused footage shot for The Force Awakens to complete Leia's story in episode nine. They put that out front. Uh, they kind of, I don't know that that's a bad story, but it's a sad story. It's a sad story, and it's sad press, so that's something that I think that they want on the front so the fan community already knows, and it's not the main topic of conversation, say, like, in the press tour. Because if they were to announce that, like, a few months before it came out, yeah. it just, you know, that just becomes what everyone talks about instead of the movie itself. So we know, so we know ahead of time kind of how they're going to approach Leia, but what does that exactly mean? Well, we do know... Uh, we have some clues that we can at least uh, hint at because we know a decent number from behind the scenes stuff and some of the trailers that showed footage that was never in the final film, some of the deleted scenes that were shot around Leia's story. And uh, my good buddy Dan Zare over at Coffee with Kenobi did a great write-up over at IGN. We'll have the link to it in the show notes. This is episode 345. Um, on the different... Um, on the different uh, scenes that we know were shot but not in the final film for The Force Awakens. The first one being Mascanada's uh castle. Uh mm-hmm. in fact, from that trailer, if you guys remember that I think it was the initial theatrical trailer, yeah. we see Maz hand handing the lightsaber over to General Leia. <coughs> and and like, we all wait. thought it was Ray at first. We're all like, wait, that's yeah. that's Leia? <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> Yep. Uh 
The hand giving the lightsaber was Maz Kanata. Naturally, the sequence did not occur during the final cut of the foam film, but we do know, this is in one version of the movie, that Leia arrived on Takodana, even though we didn't see her converse or inter- interact with the pirate queen Maz. Because, of course, we just see her in the movie. It's touchdown, reunite with Han, which kind of makes sense for the movie because that's what I feel like the first moment you're seeing leia since han's been in the whole movie and he's right there if that if it's not them reuniting and it, it would have been kind of weird because mm-hmm. yeah. like that there's that tension um tension there another one is uh there was a deleted scene from the blu-ray where leia receives information that poe dameron may be in grave danger well of course because the village on jakku was destroyed uh she also alerts a member of the resistance that they need to look for bb-8 so that's i, I like the yeah, fact like, that very beginning that, of the movie yeah yeah yeah, it seems like each one of these deleted scenes have a little bit to them. Like, they're not just like a 30-second and it's done clip. Yeah. Well, like, her her having a role in interacting with Maz Kanata, that's like a whole brief subplot of where the lightsaber goes. And the lightsaber, the Luke's got, well, it's the lightsaber and, like, the map. Those are the sort of MacGuffins of The Force Awakens. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that Leia was involved in the lightsaber subplot makes me think that there could have been, could have been a lot more that was shot. So why do that. you think they never released these deleted scenes to begin with when The Force Awakens came out on Blu-ray? Do you think they saw story elements in here that they were thinking of using later, and now that we're going into Episode mm. 9, they're saying, well, interesting enough, we're going to put one. these elements into Episode 9. We can actually now maybe work the scene in. I mean, there's no way they could have known... Uh, obviously, there's no way they could have known how desperately they might end up needing additional footage to complete Leia's story the way the when he first shot it but I do think you saying that Bruce makes me de- uh, I don't know it does make me think that the studio studios approach um production very differently now because again since we were just talking about Do- Dominic Monaghan if you think about the way Peter Jackson did Lord of the Rings when he completed the Lord of the Rings trilogy it was complete no future Lord of the Rings movies projects I mean they're going to do prequels and the Hobbits years later but like as far as the actual Lord of the Rings stories and those actors that chapter was completed so when wait, they released wait, the complete wait. editions you, you're, you're only right after he went back to the special editions well, uh, yeah, <laughs> I just gotta point that out. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, w- when he when he did the complete the complete um, extended editions, that's the word. Yeah, when yeah he, the yeah. complete extended editions with all of those uh, bonus content, basically it's everything. All uh, some some of the best behind the scenes and production uh, and documentary stuff, and then a really complete long story with all that you know. Uh, four and five hour movie nearly but it's awesome and that was sort of peter jackson's approach because it's done but now with star wars and especially with a big studio like disney who i'm sure has had this kind of stuff come up with marvel mm-hmm. where they'll need to recast an actor or they might need they they might need these assets for know, a theme park I mean, ride or something like that so they're Don holding Cheadle it closer because in. this this intellectual property yeah exactly this intellectual property it has more value in an ongoing we might need this for some kind of creative project because Disney is such a huge company with so many ongoing projects where you might want, I don't know, Princess Leia involved in some project or another. So instead of just releasing it as, um, you know, bonus content or deleted scenes that we can go watch, it kind of would ruin the magic if that were used later for another Well, especially project. if Miles Kanata uh, reveals was- something about the lightsaber to Leia while she's handing it, and they say, well, we're not going to put that scene in the movie, but whatever that statement was or anything she's saying about the lightsaber, it's a we may deal. use yeah. that later. Not the scene, but that information later. Mm-hmm. And now they may be able to use yes. that scene or 
something made And up I story. honestly think that's Disney preserving the story so that they can present that stuff in other mediums. Yeah. If they end up Look, not But then you've got people one. who will say the that Corsella. you're giving them too much credit. <laughs> yeah, true. The Corsella angle, I think, is probably one where they're going to get the most dialogue back or, or able yeah. to use dialogue. Because Which, Corsella was one of the characters that Leia ends up sending off to the Senate to talk and warn them about the First Order. Uh, you, basically, Corsella's playing the role Leia Organa solo played in Legends New Jedi Order when she went to the Senate and said, The Vong yeah. are coming! And no one listened to her. Uh, but the yeah. fact that we have that and the way it plays out, whether it be physical, they're standing in the same room, or, and I, and I think this would work out better, if they were doing it on transmission. If it was a scene done on transmission, you can then take that transmission of Leia, whether it be in hologram or on a screen, and you could just add different words to whatever her mouth's saying like a cartoon. Just <laughs> dub for days, man. <laughs> yeah. No, and so, and that's a good point. Like, And we actually see Coruscella as, she's a sort, as a sort of ambassador. She's on Hosnian Prime when it's destroyed. She's the, um, uh, she she has the the resistance uniform on and is in the foreground of the shot of, like, the panicking crowd as they see the impending doom, you know, coming in. And so that's, that deleted scene also had some other subplots and elements in the script that were like she and Leia had a conversation about like the p- political climate and um, you know, that was sort of like in lead up of talking about like what the threat of the first order would be, you know, speaking of resistance, you know, it's kind of the same general, uh, I guess same general principle. Um, and then actually Bruce, why don't you take this one the queen Leia and the Warhammer? Oh okay. yeah, I don't know too much about that. What I mean, it's from The Force Awakens. So there's a rumor floating around. I'd never even heard of this. Um, there's a rumor floating around before The Force Awakens that Leia had the moniker of Queen bestowed upon her. How that would work is a bit of, is a bit of a mystery since Alderaan is long gone. May they rest in peace. The people um, aren't. That's all. I mean, the but, people were not gone. Read, read yeah. the Princess Leia comic. That'll tell you how. <laughs> yeah, that's is that like the Thor end of Thor? Like you know, it's yeah. But what's interesting though is, in addition to this, there's also a lot of talk of a subplot where Leia was trying to create a warhammer, a kind of counter base to Starkiller base. But this is what people are are on Hammer the fence time. because, however, this would seem entirely out of character for the general, even in drastic times since her home planet was destroyed in a similar weapon. It's hard to imagine she would have the stomach for that course of action. I disagree. Mm. Yeah, I no. think Leia of all people is totally like, do that. I Are know exactly me? the kind of devastation that Starkiller base can take out. And we need something that can yeah. counter it. She, unlike Palpatine, she's only creating the Warhammer to take out a weapon of mass destruction. She's not creating it to take and threaten every single planet out there. She knows that threat. And she knows that the only way that you're going to be able to counter that is with something big. You need a Warhammer. Yeah, but I really don't think it was shot. I mean, this article does say that the more likely scenes were never shot. I can see this was a story idea, Mm -hmm. but I don't think they did anything with it that we will see it in the episode nine movie. Unless yeah. unless this Warhammer is where the majority of her resistance forces are, like say they're doing a Death Star 2, they're building the Warhammer somewhere, because in the books and stuff, like they allude that Leia's forces are decimated down to like six airplanes and like then everybody goes out like in, in the current comics and stuff, they're out recruiting and then they're finding out that there are also First Order people that are out there making the resistance people look bad, so their efforts to recruit are going bad. So it's like at some point... Where is the rest of the resistance? If they can't recruit anybody else right now, 
where is everybody? I mean, they've got so we may not have right? really any resistance in the next movie. It may be something totally different. Yeah, I mean, the TV show clearly Kinda, that's that's yeah, where we're going to see some some actual good recruiting happening is in the TV show. They're going to be successful because Poe, his group of people, have not been successful so far. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, well, and there's like three of them left too. So there's that. There's, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's that. There's that. Well, uh, I guess, ladies and gentlemen, let's jump into uh, Boba's bounty. It's worth a lot to me. As you wish. Each week we like to talk about something that we experienced, listened to, watched, observed, talked about. Just something that happened Star Warsy this week. And uh, this week's no different at all. Uh, Mark, do you want to kick us off this week? Yeah, yeah. I had one of my scouts uh, brought me a clone helmet the other day. He uh, had no use for it, saw that I had the Rex one, and was like, hey, I brought you something. I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. Thank nice. you. Nice. <laughs> Nice. I all right. I was. I'll, I'll jump into my. I. <sighs> here's the thing about being in the military and also having a Star Wars podcast. People in around who work around you typically figure it out, but usually with varying degrees of like how soon. <laughs> like if someone's working with me, I can't. I will not get through one work week without them figuring out that I have a Star Wars podcast. It's just <laughs> through one way or another. Um. But or, or but or some friend group. So like, there's a new lieutenant who um, recently in processed on base, which is part of my job. And I was uh, kind of showing him the ropes and getting getting him uh, taken care of. And we were just talking about some different stuff. And he just started talking about Star Wars, which is always fun for me when I just when people start talking about Star Wars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and 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 you I'm, haven't come I'm out like, yet. Yeah, no, I haven't come out yet. And I'm like, <laughs> you have no idea. I I'm with um, you on that. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but he he was like. All right, so did you read the old um, extended universe uh, books? And the first thing I was like was like, well, technically it's expanded universe. <laughs> yes. I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not say that. I did not say uh, that. I would have made the, me the a fact turtle that your turtle. internal monologue did. <laughs> it I was my it. internal monologue. I, and I was like, that's a pet peeve of mine. It might be. Wor- it might be worse than like. Uh, Jedi's, which is yes. also a huge. <laughs> but doesn't it drive? I've been in those situations too, where somebody says the extended universe, and you let it go once, and then they say it a second time. Maybe it's like, then it's like, like it's just driving you crazy. Like I gotta like, say something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it! Expansion! Come on! No. Um. <coughs> oh, jeez. Um. But uh, he was like, "Yeah, no." So favorite books is like, "Oh, Thrawn," and uh, uh, favorite of the old series, like probably Thrawn trilogy. You know, that's go to. And he's like, "Oh." It's so good, dude. I totally cried when he died uh, <laughs> at the end of the trilogy. I was like, well, that's kind of, I'll, I should pass that along to Timothy Zahn that it, he had. So, And then he was like, so have you read the new Thrawn books? And I was like, no. <laughs> They're good. They are good. Uh, so, yeah, that was my uh, Boba's bounty this week. That was my Star Wars experience. <laughs> this literally happened last night, too. Nice. I don't really have anything all that good except that, well, of course, I'm preparing for my panels at DragonCon for next week, but I won't use that because I'll probably be talking about those panels later on a future episode. But the only thing I can think of is my daughter had, and this is my oldest daughter, she's a junior in high school, she had some like sheets for from school that they're using for like a history class or something like that, and there was a picture, and I don't remember exactly who it was, but it almost looked like something like George Washington is somebody is fighting another guy 
And in the picture, they have them using lightsabers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> like, well, we have colonial guys fighting. I guess it's, you know, the U.S. fighting yeah. the British or something. With And they all have lightsabers. So I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. Bruce, that's the millennial American way, right? There. It's the only way they can relate <laughs> yeah. to our history. Retcon yeah. history. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the found four oh, score yes. and seven lightsabers ago. Uh, no. Yeah, and no, Washington so ignited his blade and took up the cause. <laughs> yeah, no, so true. Thanks for tuning in this week, guys. Stick around because I know it's a shorter show uh, so far this week, but we are going to uh, talk a little bit about uh, some of the leaked episode nine set photos that swirled around this week. But we're going to do that in the spoiler segment after the credits. So stick around after the uh, credits roll if you're interested. It's and we're still at the stage of production where it's kind of like going to be mild spoilers, like you know costumes and set location type stuff, but um, uh, but not like who's raised. Don't worry about that. But hey, uh, in the meantime, you should be, uh, follow follow all of us on social media. Bruce is at Admiral underscore Rex on Twitter and just Admiral Rex on Instagram. Mark is at the Logical Rogue 2 everywhere except for PlayStation where his son has taken over because he plays a lot of Fortnite. I figured I'd let the, I'd let the people yeah. know Mark just done for Shoot to kill! Shoot to kill! Um, and then, yes, of course, I'm at the Riley guy, R-I-L-E-Y, the Riley guy on uh, Instagram. That's the best place probably to follow what I'm up to, and, and Twitter. And then the other thing I actually haven't... Uh, I've gone kind of nuts with recently. Bruce is nodding his head because he probably knows exactly what I'm talking about. That is Snapchat. I love Snapchat. I've fallen back in love. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm showing you guys. There's my little snap bitmoji and snap code. If you happen to use Snapchat and you want to see all of my crazy hijinks, uh, it's on Snapchat. And also, the username is just the same, the Riley Guy, R-I-L-E-Y. So add me on Snapchat and Instagram. Good times. Of course, Star Wars Report is just at Star Wars Report on Twitter, on Facebook, and on Instagram as well. Uh, we actually are on Star- Instagram. It's just Star Wars Bits. Uh, for yeah, because I was going to say, there's another Star Wars Report on Instagram. Yeah, it's got 2,000 followers, no, and that is no, not whatever. us. There's two of them, and neither one of them are us. I'm like, mm. Star Wars Bits <laughs> on Instagram. Uh, but yeah, uh, anything I'm forgetting, Bruce? Uh, oh, yeah, email us, starwarsreport at gmail.com. And we always very much appreciate your iTunes reviews. Just go to starwarsreport.com slash iTunes. Or if you're listening in the podcasts app on apple devices just go in there and you can leave a rating and review uh it really does help get the word out about the show and we're also available anywhere uh podcasts are available so google play pocket cast stitcher you name it we're even available on google home and amazon alexa so you can just be like I almost said the start word and started everyone's just devices not spotify yet or just like, find a way to get there just be like uh uh, Lexus. Uh, see, there we go. I got around it. Uh, play the Star Wars report, and it'll do it. It'll play the most recent episode. So, um, yeah, d- uh, do all do all of that. I think that's about it. Many Bothans died to bring you this podcast.
All right, now, are you still there? If you're, hey, are you still there? Uh, you're still listening? You're still with us? I know, I'm on Snapchat Let's right now. Juicy about... tidbits are coming. <laughs> These tidbits are so juicy, we had to put a drain plate underneath Ooh, them. That's some, that's some sexy details about episode nine. Ooh. That, that Ooh. was a little subway humor for you. Uh, <laughs> I, I miss set photos. It's been a hot second since we've talked about set photos on the Star Wars Report. Remember the old, mm-hmm. what was it? Force Awakens had some... Rogue One was like the big one. We had a bunch of set photos for Rogue One, I remember. Yeah. But courtesy of the sun, dot co, dot uk. That's how we say it, right? Dot uk. Uh, We have a bunch. The Force is back. First look at Star Wars 9 as John Boyega, Oscar Isaac are pictured filming with Chewbacca here. Is first made on a ship that might suit us. Um... Uh, in a secret location in the UK, fans will be thrilled to see stars working hard on the set of the next installment of the next franchise. Uh, so let's just scroll through these. We're seeing um, it's Naboo, dude. It's Naboo. No, no, it's this kind of <laughs> grassy field-looking crap. Um, this is right where Anakin and Padme were playing with the big gerbil hamsters. If there were terrible weather, actually. <laughs> um, and those always look like giant ticks to me. Right? Yeah. Like bloated ticks. Well, the anyway, blood a, in them. <laughs> another, yeah, I know. Another story for another time. Uh, so we po see Oscar like Isaac and very... Poe Dameron. They, um, they're both in pseudo costume. I don't know if it's co- yeah. if they're completed costume. Because it, it literally, I mean, let's be honest. Finn kind of looks like he has mom jeans going on. They look there. like they're on a special forces mission. And his jeans, by the way, they look like they got a Carillion death stripe on the second picture. So I, I'm thinking maybe Carillion jeans. But yeah. yeah, they definitely feel like it's like... Less formal, more casual, undercover mission, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Poe's got, like, what looks to be, like, some binocs in his hand. Um, Gun strapped to his hip there. Which, which picture? Oh, I see what you're the, saying. In the yeah. first one there? And he has, like, a weird kind of spy-looking device in his hand, too, like a square mm-hmm. uh, binocular-looking thing. Possible uh, satchel or weapons cache. The other funny thing in the early, we scrolled pat uh, at the very top is Chewbacca standing next to a horse that's been covered in some sort of like uh, long furry hair to make it some sort of alien creature, which is kind yeah. of cracking me up. Yeah, um, and there was another shot of them from a distance, but I'm not seeing it now. Yeah, Where did that one go. Oh, it must have been in the video. And okay. there was some rain, so. Jonas Sotomayor had to have an umbrella over his Chewbacca suit. I'm sure that it smelled amazing mm-hmm. after that. <laughs> now, the one with Finn, where you can kind of see the, the slight red stripe down his pants by the gun, that other gentleman that's right in front of him, do you think that's just like a, a grip, key grip cast member, or, or do you think that's actually somebody that's dressed no, up resistance no. officer? Because he almost looks like he could I don't be think a he's part of member. the cast. I don't think he's in the film. I think he's just a guy with a hat yeah. and okay. a jacket on behind the scenes. I was just that little shield on his arm that made me stop and take pause. Like, man, which image is cool this? Arm. You're gonna have to. They're this all is numbered. The, the, this is the Finn one. Where are you talking number? Mine are it's the uh, second. No, never one. mind. They're not. They're all nineteen. Uh, <laughs> oh. Second one down on mine. Oh, okay. Scrolling way back. Scrolling way back. Uh oh, the guy in the hoodie. Not not the hoodie. He's got like the military little parka type hat on. Okay, I'm. It's uh, above the Chewbacca. It looks like he's standing maybe next to the camera. Yeah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, no, I don't think so. I'm pretty sure that's yeah. I'm pretty sure that's straightforward. That that's that that's. Just what, a, what's what's hilarious about this article though 
And, and Riley had oh, look, to tell me cool set beforehand. Sorry, go ahead. Do not read the article at all because oh. you'll be like, wait. Yeah. When asked about returning to work on Star Wars 9, he said oh, he geez. wanted to go beyond and do better than he did in 7. But earlier this year, The Sun revealed how Ewan McGregor was returning for Star Wars 9. However, bosses are so keen to keep his role <laughs> secret, he will be working on his scenes behind closed doors. I'm like, wait, what the? What is this? I'm like, wait. Then you scroll down and it gets even worse. Like, it starts no. talking about Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher will not appear in episode. I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. no. Do it's not read this article. It is Farm, full of it. Farmed out. No, but the pictures are cool. I like, so I'm actually, I clicked through to the, I just realized we're probably not on the exact same um, page because I actually clicked through to the original Sun article. That's what I'm scrolling through, gents. Oh. So if you want to do that, I, oh. I scroll down to um, the extras. There's a shot of a bunch of the extras that are all kind of wearing different types of pseudo-military, yeah. utilitarian outfits. Um, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, there's a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, there's more yeah. pictures here. Well, so maybe like, the um, guy that you were looking at, Mark, maybe he is part of a ca- the cast or something. I don't know. Maybe he is an extra. Oh, yeah. definitely it's hard to the tell. guy next to the horse looks like he's definitely set up and ready to go. He must be their guide on the planet they're at. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. interesting. There so, are a lot more pictures on Oh this. yeah, I hadn't seen all one. these. Yeah, no, there's a there's, bu- a, there's, there's a lot I'm more scrolling people through down there's down just below. like literally so there's many ladies? Is there anything Who's... that jumps out to me more? Yes. No, who are the, who are these ladies in the in the three ladies in this one shot? Yeah, like, those are all this... extras. Um According to the article and according to whoever was shooting this crap. Um, but, like, there's the shots basically is there's this grassy hill that, that Finn and Poe are sprinting across towards Chewbacca, who's with the weird horse creatures. So that's kind of that's kind of all we know. Not really big spoilers, I guess. But, you know, it tells I mean, it tells us a couple things. It, it tells us that uh, um, Poe and uh, Finn are together again on an adventure, yeah. which mm-hmm. they weren't for all. of Yeah, the I'm last looking forward movie. to that. Mm-hmm. And that's yep. going to be a fun. I always like their dynamic. So with the from the Force Awakens, I loved their their dynamic. So it's it's going to be cool to see them reunited. Um, and also with Chewbacca, which you know when we last see, I guess when we when we left off in the Last Jedi, everyone's together. But I wonder if Chewbacca means Ray. I always kind of assumed Ray would be hanging out with Chewbacca after Han's mm-hmm. death. Uh, well, yeah, no, death. I mean, that, that assumption's pretty solid because, I mean, for all intents and purposes, she's now the pilot of the but, Millennium Falcon. But and she's not, but Chewbacca, here, but listen, here's Chewbacca, no Ray, at least in this yeah. scene. I mean, granted, obviously, that doesn't necessarily mean anything, but. Dude, how good would it be, though, if, like, Ray walks off the Falcon for a second and Chewie's just, like, hammers it and takes off, <laughs> leaves her behind. Ah, my shit now. <laughs> Uh, I waited for 40 years to get this ship. I'm not going to let some interloper take it from me now. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, interesting. I um I'm excited. I'm 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 legit really thrilled to see how JJ wraps this up. I'm oh, I'm, yeah. I'm 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 pretty optimistic right now. I'm not going to lie. I liked uh as you guys know, I liked the last Jedi. Um I have a few issues with it here and there, but largely speaking, I liked the direction of all the characters and the characterization. I thought it was well written and um I don't know why I feel like I have to justify how I liked it, but I do. I feel like I have to I have to make excuses for why no. I love And I like I, I like Wars it too, movie. of course, but you know, <laughs> I, the the biggest concern I have is if this truly is the last of <laughs> the saga. If this is the last 
movie of the saga, then mm-hmm. yeah, I hope it wraps up the whole story and not just this trilogy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. See, and I was thinking about that too when, when they were talking about the final uh, Skywalker installment and stuff. Like, what if fans aren't ready to move away from Skywalkers? I mean, what if this is the the blunder in a sense that that causes a lot of people to be like, okay, the story's over, I'm done. You know, I mean, hmm. think about yeah. it with Legends, right? They kept trying to hand off that baton to the next group, of, and it just the New Jedi Order. That was the whole purpose of that series. They didn't pass the baton. The next series, they're going to try to pass the baton. The next series, they're going to try to pass the baton. They couldn't because they had to keep coming back to Luke. The fans wanted Luke. Mm-hmm. And that is one of the big things that a lot of people had an issue with The Last Jedi was, like, the whole hashtag, not my Luke. Like, you know, even me, I have a hard time with that Luke. That's a, a fundamentally different Fine. Luke than I'm used to. So, like, now I, you'll I get wonder over how it, the fans I believe are going to be when you. they're at that point where they have to walk away from all Skywalker stories. Like, yeah. Well, here's to yeah. episode uh, 10, 11, and 12. That's all I have to say. Mm. <laughs> and on that note ladies and gentlemen we're gonna wrap it up that was a fun little uh fun little time speculating so good times good episode good good time so i feel oh and you know what if you're still listening if you're one of the spoiler crew since i didn't mention it in the main section hey go check out uh mouse and castle podcast it's uh charting up the uh charts the what's the word i'm looking it's not award-winning because it's not hasn't well neither award. has this one either. what's the word i'm looking <laughs> the, the chart topping it is the chart topping smash hit disney podcast mouse and castle go go download it on on itunes uh it's uh not you (laughs) there's been requests though except for david motters on twitter wants (laughs) it to be you and mark he refuses to listen to it until i i saw i saw you david um actually we are gonna get you guys on soon i'm sure um but uh mouse and castle podcast we're gonna be recording a new episode this week as you're listening to this podcast so stay tuned um me and aaron just talk about all things disney the first two episodes are up the first one's about galaxy's edge and the second one is a review of christopher robin and uh talk a little bit about the mulan movie coming out and the jungle cruise movie coming out we hit a lot of the big news on on the disney side of things so if you're into the uh, mouse house Go check out Mouse and Castle Podcast. There we go. Shameless plug at the end of this show. But seriously, thanks for listening. Everyone who supports us on Patreon, thank you so much. Um, You guys make the show happen. And uh, we'll catch you next time here in the Wampus Lair. Isn't that another podcast? (laughs) Oh, yeah. The Wampus Lair, which can be found in Cloud City Casino. Oh, yeah. Um, (laughs) Live long and prosper. Uh, That literally, one of the majors walked out of the building yesterday at the end of of Friday, and he just flashes the 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 spock hands and says live long and prosper as he walks out of the building it's great <laughs> it's like he knew it's like he knew no seriously many bothans died and uh this podcast was brought to you because of that fact and thank you for writing star tours bye bye hang on what would it sound like if i was like <clears throat> Thank you for writing Star Tours. Bye. I don't. Michael, delete that. Delete all of that last. Oh, because you said that, he's gonna Um, keep it. Thank you for writing Star Tours. Bye-bye. <laughs>